Hello everyone, before we get into this episode, I just want to say as always, thank you for the support. Every day I can see the listening numbers go up and up and I can see the applause numbers go up and up. So I really just appreciate anybody and everybody who's been listening or plans on listening further. It's all much appreciated. Don't forget to go and follow me at Critique Chill on Twitter. That's where I'm going to be posting any announcements or any polls or anything about this podcast that you might need to know. Aside from that, it's all just much appreciated. Thank you. Hello everyone, welcome to and welcome back to the Critique and Chill podcast. As always, it's your host Cadence, and in this review I'm going to be going over volume 1 of the graphic novel anthology series Sex and Violence. Sex and Violence is an anthology series that tells several stories of just that, sex and violence. And whichever element is the majority tends to shift between each story, but for the most part they remain in equal measure. At this point you should know that by the name and description, this book is full of nudity and gore, but they are always shown in a way that is never gratuitous and it helps further immerse yourself into the story, even if that means that the shot of the woman's breasts are just to show you how big they are. Volume 1 of Sex and Violence contains two stories. The first one, which is titled Portland, Oregon, is about a man who is grieving over his daughter when a mysterious video that was delivered to him might lead him to who did it and maybe even help him learn why they sent the video to him in the first place. The second story, titled Girl in a Storm, is that of a female police officer who begins spying on her neighbors in order to alleviate herself of the stress of her job that plagues her on a day-to-day basis. As far as I know, there are only two volumes of Sex and Violence, and this one is definitely the best. Yes, it only has two stories, and the second one, in term, and when I say that, I mean the second volume, definitely has more, but because of the brevity of this volume, it allows both stories to be carried out to the fullest, and it lets them be as polished as possible when it comes to the points they're trying to carry out. If I had to divide both stories by percent, Portland, Oregon is definitely 60% violence and 40% sex, while Girl in a Storm is 60% sex and 40% violence, and they are both extremely immersive, or immersive, depending on how you pronounce that word. Portland, Oregon has a very distinct visual design with dark colors and a somewhat bleak color palette, and extremely distinct art style, and it all helps you really feel as if you're in a world just as gritty as it wanted portrays which along with the wonderful writing does an excellent job at making you feel like you are trapped in a world that while it has its charm and wonder is also very dark and depressing but just like the main character you have no one to blame but yourself for moving forward for better or worse girl in the storm has a much more visually boring but more polished art style choosing to tell the story more with the writing than the artwork and it does a good job at doing just that because while it's more boring than the first story in terms of the look it's a lot more polished in terms of the look which means that your eye rushes to the words quicker in order to fully understand what's going on because unlike the story this one does not have much under the art overall they are both just fantastic on a both technical and shall I say artistic standpoint and it's kind of interesting how the title foreshadows the differences in the stories Sex is represented by Portland, Oregon, because once you read it, while it is grounded in reality, it's a lot less plausible than Girl in the Storm. And just like the word and act of sex, the story is very much more about what's underneath in some cases, more so than what is on top. 
while Girl in the Storm is more a representation of violence, and just like the term violence is that much more matter-of-fact and grounded in reality. And even though we may try to romanticize it, when you get down to it, it's much more about the material than the metaphysical, and as a result, the story ends up being a lot more plausible and relatable in that matter. So to sum it up, Girl in the Storm is a lot more relatable, but Portland, Oregon is a lot more philosophical. All of this is all the more ironic given how each story, repre each story represents what it's actually lesser of in terms of content. As in, sex is represented by Portland, Oregon even though the minority of the content in it is sex, and vice versa for Girl in the Storm. Either way, if you're looking for a graphic, mature, and extremely entertaining anthology series, then Sex and Violence might be for you. And if so, be sure to go check it out. As always, it's your boy Cadence. Don't forget to go and follow me at Critique Chill on Twitter. That's where I'm going to be making any announcements and any polls or giving any news that is relevant to this podcast. Until the next time, thank you for listening and enjoy.